Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. I think you know. I think it's a, a fantastic opportunity for us uh, as a, an academy and a football club to um, to get back some of the roots that we had maybe eight, ten years ago um, and before. So you know, I think with the history we've had um, of players coming from the southeast and playing for Redden. Um, it's been rich over the last 20 plus years yeah. so we felt it was important that the connection that we had before that could we rekindle it um, and, and maybe stick a club in there and obviously Rexford was a perfect choice for us I mean your brother Steve of course our own Kevin Doyle and yourself are three that we instinctively associate with Reading Football Club but, but the link with Ireland and the link with a county like Wexford is very very strong isn't it? Yeah it is listen it, you know it's like you said, it's it's been uh, it's been strong for for a long time. Um, uh, I do think like the southeast of Ireland is a very is a very rich um, region in terms of young players that uh, that come through and come up. Uh, and like I said, like especially in this area, you've got Kev, myself, Stephen, you got John O'Shea. Yeah, and there's quite a buzz around the place. So what's actually happening here today then? Though? So it's just it's just the two clubs coming together. You know, uh, we're partnership in terms of you know teams coming over to us and um, seeing how we work the culture that we work in and um, what we have to offer in terms of the facilities and, and us obviously coming back over here and, and getting involved um, with games coaching philosophies best practices you know and yeah. um, hopefully we can help each other out that way in terms of the young players coming through no, I was saying to you off air, I'm a massive Derby County fan, and that club has had its troubles down through the years. Reading have also had their troubles. How stable is the club at the moment? Yeah, look, it is. It's, if you look at the academy and how we're flourishing over the, over the last you know, 10, 15 years, nothing has changed. If anything, I think we've pushed it forward. Wexford FC's team have been over there to see it, and I believe the facilities you have, the backup facilities to the JSK Stadium or, or something else. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, it really is. I, I'll go out there and say that we... We'd be, we'd be a top, in terms of facility-wise, in a top 15, 20 club in, in the country, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, you know, there's no excuses at our, at our club. You've got everything you need at the touch of your fingers or, or a few footsteps away. So yeah. from, from that, you know, that it's, it's a great place to breed and, and to nourish and to, to nurture young players coming through and yeah. hopefully to come and play in our first team. You stepped in to manage the club yourself at one stage there, but are you happiest now where you're at at the moment? Yeah, I love it. Listen, I'm learning every day. I'm so lucky to have really good people around me um, that help guide, that share ideas, that that challenge. Um, And for me, you're always learning. You're always trying to get better. You're always trying to make yourself better to make your team better. So for me, absolutely. And, and the quality of Wexford FC, no doubt before you made this link, you had to check to see what were you linking in with because you didn't want to link in with something that didn't have potential. You see huge potential in Wexford FC. Yeah, listen, <laughs> like I said, I think me and Gary have been friends now for over 22 years uh, since we joined up at Waterford United. Um, and I've been coming back to Wexford ever since. So obviously our, our, our um, friendship has always been, has been so strong. Uh, and when we come back, we'd always pop in and see what's happening. But I mean, I think they've had a fantastic season this year. Yeah. Um, loads of players again. You, you look through the age groups; they got internationals, they got boys playing up double the age, so they're up up two ages above themselves. Um, and and it reminds me an awful lot of of Red in terms of we always punched above our weight, um, you know. And that's what we got to do. And I think Wexford are doing that really well at the moment. I want to talk to Gary in a few moments' time, but you brought two of your your buddies with you. Do you want to introduce them to me? Yeah, I've got Michael Jokes, who's the uh, head of academy, and Jamie Greenwood, who's head of coaching.
Okay, well, I'll come to you first off, Michael. Michael, I won't sugarcoat it. Uh, Kevin Doyle, who was one of the Reading's great stars, once said to me that he would go to um, the various training sessions and he would see a lot of young guys, and many of them coming over from Ireland, and two or three weeks later they could be gone. And he, he, he sort of wanted to highlight, not to dampen people's spirits, but highlight the reality. It, it is only a small percentage actually make the cut. Well, first and foremost, we're looking to regain the culture that we used to have at Reading which we've, we've got back and that starts with staff really if I'd be really honest you know getting the right people into the right positions you know Jamie our head of coaching that was a major signing for me and obviously getting Noel back at head of the 21s you know his relationship with Gary we'd lost our way a bit with Ireland and the South East and they've brought that back together so we're in a rebuilding process and Wexford are strangely enough doing the same thing so we work hand in hand it's a really good link for both of us and obviously we're looking to get more players coming through and opportunities for coaches and it's, it's a holistic thing if I'll be really honest it's not just one little thing it's, it's quite a few things So when you come then and look at the talent pool that's here at Wexford FC what are you looking at? Are you looking at the 15, 16, 17s? Are you looking at the, the senior players? What are you actually looking at at Wexford FC to, to strengthen that link? Yeah, I mean that's a really good question when you talk about the younger players you know we could talk about from 11, 12, 13 years old that's going to take a bit of time for us to be able to be involved with trying to help Wexford in that way because obviously you're going to need scouts you're going to need recruitment you're going to need to be able to go out and, and see where players are and then you know things are quite regionalised here so you know players tend to stick with where they've come from so we have to change all of that culture in a positive way so we're looking for players from as soon as possible if I'm really honest about it and if we can't get them until they're 18 We'd like to have them over coming and doing training with us in their holidays and etc. And any opportunities that we can get, we'd like to have them over. And what happens to a player who, obviously you want to see a percentage of them make the cup, but do you have um, safety valves for, say, any young player who, who doesn't actually make the cut? Education-wise, mental health is a huge issue at the moment in all aspects of life and sport. How do you protect a player whose dream sometimes doesn't come true? Well, that happens on a very high percentage, as you said earlier. I mean, the reality is when, when we get any player who comes through our doors, the fact is to make him a better person. Um, all the other bits are bolt-ons. Yes, you want to become a professional footballer. We want you to be a professional footballer at our club, if not someone else. But you want them to be better people. You want them to have values and standards and, and treat people the right way, do things the right way. That's why I started with staff, because you've got to have the staff in place to be able to then let that out to the players. So before we talk to Gary Dempsey then, let's uh, link in with Jamie, the coach. So Jamie, modern football compared to, say, even 10, 15 years ago has changed dramatically. So when it comes to coaching, how much a part of any young student's development is it? Um, <clears throat> when you say students, sorry, do you mean... Well, no, I'm not talking about students, I'm talking about academy players. Yeah. How, how important in their development is coaching? Yeah, I mean, like you say, the, the game, training methods, playing styles changes dramatically you know not just in a 10-year period but even a two three-year period so the way sort of modern coach education is now it's it's very forward thinking in terms of we're not just we're not just focusing on traditional methods but there's also a very academic side now whether that's sports science medical analysis education as you as you mentioned it's a much more holistic approach now with many people plugging into the players as opposed to coaching just driving that whole that whole experience i love that you mentioned the word sports science can you explain to me what that is, please? Yeah, I mean, sports science will look a lot different um, depending on the age we're talking about. But, you know, there's many facets to player development. So you've got your technical, tactical side, you've got your physical side, and obviously you've got your, your psychological side. And when it comes to the, the physical side, obviously the top end, we're talking about sort of physical outputs and being able to meet the demands of the game. But with the players that are lower down in the younger age groups, 
there's a there's a massive focus on managing their growth and their maturation and therefore we have to consider how we tailor training programs to best meet their needs so it's not necessarily you know one size fits all and that's probably the same across all departments when it comes to the player development these days Thanks, Jamie. So, Gary, you've had a chance to listen to the three amigos here who have made their way from uh, Reading. Uh, The reaction of Wexford FC, what are your thoughts? It's been great. Look, at I approached Noel about this um, a few months ago. Um, Obviously, my relationship with Noel is a a huge help to this in terms of Noel being on the inside at Reading already. Um, And it was something I don't think he even thought twice about. He was was all over as soon as I mentioned it. Um, And then, obviously, we travelled over a few weeks ago to meet the guys and have a look around the the training ground and the stadium and stuff. And, um, yeah, just really, really excited about the whole prospect. I think it's going to benefit everybody um, in terms of what we plan going forward. So it's exciting times. And your own involvement with Wexford FC, what is it, Gary? So I'm um, head coach of the under-17s at the moment, so I'm, I'm in there about about three months um, now, helping uh, the manager, Mark Ralph, with the team. So, um, yeah, and I'll be I'll be probably staying with that role now for next season as well. So from the Wexford FC perspective, then, how does all this kick off? The lads have explained from the Reading FC perspective, from Wexford FC perspective, what happens next? So we've actually we've got our first trip coming up. So I'm taking the 17s over. Myself and Mark are going to take the 17s over in November. So we're going over to the training ground to play um, the Reading's under 17s. We're going to Wembley on that that not that Friday night to watch England play Malta. And then Noel's in the process of organising a game potentially against another London team, maybe Watford or something like that on the Saturday morning. So that's going to be the first the club's first trip away to Reading. And I think that will be an annual thing where teams go over, like the lads were saying, um, the coaches will go over, coaches will come to us and put on some sessions to educate our coaches here and vice versa. So um, next month is the, is the first trip and hopefully it's the first trip of many. Exciting times, Gary. Absolutely. Southeast Radio's morning mix. South-